Hey. Hey, you. Yeah, you, the one who tuned into the Pin Pals podcast. Are you looking to get custom pins made super easy? Are you new to the pin game and don't know where to start? Perhaps you don't even know the difference between soft enamel and hard enamel. Or maybe you're a polished pin maker, you've been in the game for a while, but your current manufacturer just isn't cutting it. Well, I got some good news for you. My friends over at Your Stuff Made can help make you custom pins. They are wizards at this kind of stuff. They work under strict ethical guidelines so you know your pins are being produced clean and safe for the environment. Their team actually cares about what they make. And best of all, they're not a middleman. They have direct access and control over tools, machinery, and resources needed to make enamel pins. So this means super low costs and fast shipping times. They are the real deal. And speaking of deals, you know where I'm going with this. I got one for you. If you order custom pins from Your Stuff Made, you can save 10% off your entire order. And with this inflation going crazy these days, 10% can be huge. Especially if you're new to the pin game, every dollar counts. So all you have to do is visit yourstuffmade.com, fill out a quote, and under the referral section, select the Pin Pals podcast. That'll tell them that I sent you, and that's how you get 10% off all your custom pin orders. Once again, the place to be is yourstuffmade.com. Let them know the Pin Pals podcast sent you. So, what are you waiting for? Start creating today. Welcome back to the Pin Pals Podcast, the podcast about enamel pins and the people and culture behind them. I'm your host, Eric from Warrior Pins, and thank you for tuning in. Big ups to my Buy Me a Coffee and Discord Pin Pals for supporting the podcast and helping me build this amazing community. You know, I don't think I'd be here without you guys, so thank you, thank you, thank you. And, you know, it means a lot that you're here, so we're just going to jump right into it. Today's episode features Casey and her pin shop, plant space. And if I can be frank, this was a pretty inspiring conversation. Uh, Casey seems to be very motivated, goal-oriented, and pretty profound in her approach to pins, art, and life. It was a pleasure getting to learn more about her and her whimsical art, as she puts it. Uh, We learn about her pin journey, you know, from her first pins to lessons and tips and tricks learned and picked up along the way. Uh, you know, something that I didn't do that, you know, I started doing after talking to her is following some procreate hashtags on TikTok and Instagram to kind of see what other people are doing, how they're using the program, how I can, you know, maybe follow along to some tutorials in order to get better at procreate and drawing and just, you know, kind of working on refining that skill. So I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, We also have pretty honest conversations about selling on Etsy, you know, different strategies for just trying to get organic reach uh, and creating TikTok content like that is a whole thing and you really got to be dedicated. Um, But Casey's mentality and her approach to creating content is pretty interesting. So I'll let her speak for that. If you plan on sticking around for today's episode, all I ask is that, you know, you take a few minutes to rate the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I think you can do that now. Uh, You know, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, maybe hit the like, leave a comment. Let me know that you like the episode, that you made it to the end. You know, maybe share your favorite takeaways. Try to inspire a conversation in the comments. That would be pretty cool. Uh, You could also share it with a friend who's really into pins. 
they don't necessarily have to be a pin maker in order to enjoy this uh, wonderful pin podcast. Uh, but yeah, sharing it really goes a long way. And uh, that would be awesome if you took just a couple seconds to help out the podcast. You know, if you really just, you can't contain yourself and you're dying to support the podcast even more, you can do so by visiting my Buy Me A Coffee page. The link will be in the show notes, but it's buymeacoffee.com slash podcast. It's like Patreon, but better. And it's easier for you to support creators like me. There's lots of fun perks and rewards, one of them being access to the Pin Pals Discord server, which is pretty bumpin'. We're doing bi-weekly happy hours. We have lots of just different threads for all different kinds of pin-related content, you know, whether you want to talk about e-commerce, marketing. Um, we just have a uh, set up a design critique uh, thread. Is it, is it called a thread? Channel, if you will. Yeah, channel. Sorry. I'm still new to the Discord thing. You know, we're trying to... But it, but it's a thriving, bumping community. Um, you know, we even have a little water cooler talk, you know? If we're in the office and, you know, a little chit-chat, little small talk by the water cooler, we got a channel for that. We got a channel for everything. And, uh, you know, you can get access to that by becoming a Pin Pal supporter via the Pin Pals Buy Me A Coffee page. Once again, the link is buymeacoffee.com backslash Podcast. The link will be in the show notes. Now, let's get into my conversation with my new Pin Pal, Plant Space. Welcome to Pin Pals, Casey. How's it going? Um, it's going super good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I just got back from my parents' house, which means I'm well-fed. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. And you live on the East Coast, right? Yes, out on the East Coast, New Jersey specifically. New Jersey, okay. Yeah. Nice. You're hey, I'm out. Watching the, I'm watching The Sopranos right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. But you're so out like, on the West Coast, right? Yes, I'm in California. What's the weather like? I'll bet you a lot um, better. Yeah, it's mild. It's like. I feel like it's a little bit chilly because I'm a wimp, honestly. Um, <laughs> but it's like it's in the 60s, like probably like high 60s. <laughs> so it's it's a little it's kind of warm. But to me, I'm still like in a turtleneck. Like, <laughs> yeah. OK, I got yeah. you. Still <laughs> a lot warmer than it is in Jersey. I think we're supposed to get some snow tonight into tomorrow. Oh, so yeah. That's fun. Yeah, we I, we never get snow where I live. Like someplace in California snow, but living a pretty warm. I'm in Central Cali, so. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love the cameo that your cat just made. Mm-hmm. I saw it peeking its <laughs> head out, and I thought we were going to be getting that throughout the entire episode. I'm like, this is going to be the best like clickbait right here. Cats in the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> yes, perfect. Perfect. Um, I also love the cat pins too. So I like I got the the cat fan base on my end. You know. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's just jump right into it. Why don't you tell our listeners uh, a little bit about yourself and your pin shop? All right, so um, my name is Casey, and I'm 26, and my brand is called Plant Space. Um, still pretty new. I started in May of 
2022. I'm still like, I like can't even remember that it's 2023 now. <laughs> like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> Your forward <So>, year. <laughs> all right. Oh my God. That's, this is ridiculous because I did the wrong year on my last reel that I posted too. Mm. Oh my God. 2021. It's 2022 right now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've mixed it up a bunch of times as well. I, I think uh, on the podcast too. It like COVID blur. I know. And then I just wrote like my goals for next year. So I was writing 2023, like on the paper, because that's like, you know, the finish line. So I'm just thrown off. <laughs> you're manifesting some, 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 you're working on next year. Basically. Yes, actually, you can see this little piece of paper here. That's my little sort of manifestation note to myself. <laughs> that is what's up. I love seeing when people write down their goals or whatever they want to achieve or just stuff that you need to see <laughs> every day that keeps you motivated. Yes, exactly. Like the act of writing it down made me think it was the year 2023, apparently. But <laughs> um, but yes, the act of writing it down, like, you know, makes it a little more like reachable in your mind or and just helps you to remember exactly the goal and everything. So yeah, that's yeah, awesome. That's my little goal there. <laughs> but oh, um, I yeah, it. so I started in May of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> so um, just short of a year. But yeah, I make enamel pins mainly, but also stickers and um, illustrations and things like that. But yeah, everything is original designs by myself. Um, I like to do super colorful, wacky, kind of like psychedelic stuff. Um, I love creating characters too. So I like, um, like I have my mushroom cat character that is kind of my baby right now, but also um, a bunch of other characters that I've like created and made into pins and stickers and stuff like that. So that's kind of the gist, just the whimsical world of my art. <laughs> well, I love it. I got to say that I was uh, pretty drawn to it. Um, it was your your whale pin. That's what... Uh... Uh, that's what did it for me, the plant space whale pin. And then I see that you have like the, the whales need space pin. I love yeah. whales. And, <laughs> me um, too. It reminded me of a humpback whale pin that I made uh, like way back when. Like, Nice. Oh, oh, oh. 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 It's <laughs> like I'm using like a DSLR. <laughs> Whoa. It does look similar. Yeah, it's so cool because like, mine is mine is a humpback whale too. I mean, like you know, it's it's a whale, but specifically in my mind, I know it's a humpback. So that's cool that yours is also a humpback whale. <laughs> uh, hold on, I gotta fix. This. It's weird because like <laughs> I got <look> close. <laughs> it like zooms in when you're trying to zoom in, and it's set to manual focus. So like I don't have like the best reach uh -huh. for it, but you know, <laughs> the perks of a one man show. But anyway, right. um, I was drawn to, to that pin. And then I just kept looking at all your other stuff and I'm like, this is fun. This is cool. Like this is, I don't know if we've had like artists that kind of design this fun, whimsical, like, I, I, I don't, not surrealism. I don't know what kind of like art <laughs> lingo I'm trying to <laughs> talk about yeah. right now, but like, it's cool. It's it fun. That. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. The whale pin was the first one I ever made too. So it's got like that special spot in my heart kind of. <laughs> I honestly, I think that's what draw, draw me to it. I'm also remembering the first time I saw uh, your website and your logo goes from whale to plant space. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's hella cool. I'm proud of that. <laughs> yeah. That's a, an animation that I made on Procreate. 
um, which is like just an app for iPad. But yeah, I made that animation and I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. <laughs> it is really cool. I just started getting into the world of uh, animating on Procreate watched a bunch of tutorials on YouTube and kind of like figured it out. So I think by the time this is out, people should be able to see like a couple examples. But one of my latest Warrior Pins posts, the Etsy star seller thing, was uh, was my first attempt at it. I'm like, oh, this is fun. This is cool. So yeah. is Procreate what you use to uh, design everything? Yes. Um, Procreate is the main thing I use, sometimes I'll <clears throat> take something on like Adobe Illustrator and sort of adjust it and things. Um, but all of the main concepts and everything are first going to be drawn out on Procreate. Okay. So, yes, I'm a big Procreate fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Procreate's great. Do you have, uh, right off the bat, we're going to hit the listeners with the tip. Give me like a tip. Give me something that like, uh, something that makes it easier for you to like draw on Procreate or something. Mm-hmm. Well, I would definitely say if you <clears throat> are on Instagram, <clears throat> excuse me, or TikTok, um, be following like procreate hashtags. I don't know if you can follow hashtags on TikTok, but you can kind of like get yourself into, <laughs> you can like type in procreate and then it'll start showing you that. But um, by doing that, I kind of like just am always scrolling past tutorials and like catching things that... Um, I like later, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that girl did this one thing where she used this little setting um, that I happened to see. But I, I like it that way because it's hard for me to kind of like focus on videos. And sometimes I'm less inclined to like go on YouTube and watch an entire tutorial. But because I follow just like hashtag procreate tutorial and I'm constantly like scrolling and seeing like just people doing cool stuff on procreate, I feel like I'm picking up like a new tip every day. So I, that would be my tip to follow like hashtag procreate tutorial or something along those lines. Very smart. It's cool. You get to replicate it. If you do that, that's practice and you can start working mm -hmm. it into your own thing. You learn the program faster. I don't know if I'm doing that, but that's hella smart. It's nice. And I think definitely watching other people do like anything really, but can is very helpful um, to learning. Definitely. Yeah, that's how I learned how to get into Procreate. That's how I learned to 3D print YouTube University. Oh. I put together my computer, yeah. just followed literally exactly someone putting computer ordered the same parts and everything. So there was like, no way, foolproof, I'm going to be able to get this done. And I did. Go mm -hmm. YouTube and online tutorials. Definitely. I'm <laughs> definitely a proponent of looking things up on YouTube. Because, I mean, you can learn everything. And I, people all the time are like, just like can't fathom how I could like learn to do something. Like, how do you make stickers? How do you get like a shirt made? And I'm like, type it into YouTube. <laughs> like you will find like, I mean, first video you click on, you're going to learn like 10 things. Like yeah. for sure. So definitely YouTube and Instagram has been really educational lately. See, you're my kind of people, the people who just go out there and like do it like problem solvers. Mm -hmm. I've run into so many people that just kind of like face that question. And they don't really do anything about it. Like, dude, you got the you got the Internet to your disposal. You got Google. You got like YouTube, mm -hmm. like even for your job and stuff like that. Like it's such an amazing resource. I don't understand why people still don't take advantage of it. But anyway, 
That's cool that mm-hmm. you do. Um, and speaking of one of those questions that you would get from your friends, how do you do this? How do you do that? How did you get into like making pins? What was your aha moment? Mm-hmm. So, okay. So I've been an artist like my entire life pretty much. But up until like two years ago, I was mainly doing just paintings. Um, so just acrylic paint some other like mediums here and there, but I was painting all the time. And that was sort of like my go-to art style. Um, And then about like two years ago, I started to consider um, possibly selling my art or possibly kind of wanting to make this a career for myself. And at that point, I kind of had this uh, revelation that, you know, I needed to kind of just expand what I was doing. Um, Because paintings, I mean... I like, obviously I love to paint, but I mean, how many paintings have I even bought in my life? Maybe one, (laughs) maybe, I mean, I've bought some prints, but for the most part, I feel like wall art is like, not even something I'm super passionate about. I don't feel like other people are super crazy about buying wall art, but then I kind of had this idea of making my art into something that's more usable or something that's wearable or even like portable. And so that's when I started to get it into my head that, okay, like I'm going to move away from painting and start doing some digital art so that I could create products of some kind. Um, And then I I was kind of like in between wanting to just go clothing brand or wanting to do, um, you know, just some prints of my art. And then um, my boyfriend, his name is Nate, he kind of brought up the idea to me of pins Um, And it's something that he used to do like many years ago. And um, he gave me the idea, kind of showed me an old mock-up design that he had of an old pin. So I kind of got the idea of how to design a pin. And that was it. That was my like aha moment, as you said, like, this is the way I'm going to make my art like usable, portable, wearable is pins. And so that's sort of like the starting point. And then I came out with my first set of pins in May of 2021. (laughs) That's crazy. Well, that's a cool story. Um, I say that's crazy because it's like you're another guest on season three on the podcast, I think in general, who's uh, started a business, a pin business, let alone a business like during the middle of a pandemic. So like odds, I don't want to say odds are kind of stacked against you, but it's like a crazy, crazy time to be like doing this kind of stuff. Um, so, uh, commend you on, on making the leap and becoming a business owner and doing this through the pandemic. I think that's really cool. Um, so did you have, walk me through the process of getting that first pin, the the whale pin done? Was it a design you already had? Did you make something specific for it? And how did you order them? Mm -hmm. So, okay. The original, like, whale outline was actually um just a a little drawing I made that was actually supposed to be my logo um and it kind of was and it still kind of is but it was different when I first drew it it was just like a black outline of a whale Um, and then I wrote the word plant space inside of it so that was like my first logo that I ever had like on my Instagram and stuff. Um, And then when I finally decided like, okay, I'm going to do a run of pins. Like, what do I want to be my first one? I kind of just took that whale outline and just made it trippy. (laughs) Just 
like went on procreate you know added some colors and I didn't know what I was doing at all I was you know I have no idea if this is gonna look cool as a pin or if this is you know gonna look wacky and weird but my thought was let me just throw some fun colors in there and like I like whales people like whales I think so (laughs) so threw together that design that was kind of the beginning of me understanding like what pantones were and like learning about colors and things like that so figured that out probably thanks to some YouTube videos (laughs) um and then I sent it to a manufacturer I I went with the first manufacturer that I found and like was just emailing them and yeah I think I actually did three other pins with that one too that was the first like design that I had created but then I figured I would like do a few others once I kind of figured out that shipping costs were like expensive so I was like okay let me do more than one pin so I added my marshmallow pin my pineapple pin and my banana pin um and yeah, that's pretty much it. I sent away for them and then got them like a month later and I was pretty, pretty happy with the result. So that, that is was, really cool. Pretty good first story for pins. <laughs> yeah, it, I, th- I think it's um, pretty, pretty brave of you, but also pretty smart of you to do four pins uh, as like your first venture, like it makes sense, you know, to capitalize on that high shipping costs. It costs mm-hmm. a lot to ship, and, and the prices ke- have gone up like since throughout the pandemic. Um, yeah, but it, I, I'm sensing that you believed enough in your art, and this is kind of what you wanted to do enough to mm-hmm. be able to fund four pins. Um, so that's yeah. pretty cool. I would say, like, part of that might be in part because of the pandemic. I mean, it did kind of bring on a sense of like, kind of like financial insecurity, but it also is sort of a motivator to just like get out there and live your dreams and stop like screwing around. (laughs) Cause like, you know, just stuff got really serious once the pandemic started. And once like the very beginning of it, I was a waitress and like just awful. Honestly, I feel so bad for any like people working in the food industry right now. Cause it was mm-hmm. just like, you know, just not, not how I wanted to spend my days, especially during a global pandemic and everything. And that was like the push I needed, honestly, to be like, you know what? I don't know. I could die any day. Family could die any day. Like I need to just like be living my dreams. What am I doing? Just being a waitress and like, you know, kind of just hoping to be an artist someday. So I really think the pandemic was probably the push I needed and helped me kind of have that bravery in the beginning um, and just kind of going for the big order instead of like dipping my toe in. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Put that stimulus money to work, baby. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, wow, that's really cool. Um because I did not have when I started, I was just just one pin. This is like okay, I don't know what's gonna happen, you know, D- different story. But um, but really cool that you were able to see that through the pandemic. Um, now, I I don't know if a lot of people are like I don't know that self aware or just that like all right, let's let's do this kind of like recognizing that like life is precious and you know in the blink of an eye things can change drastically like let me take advantage of this let me stop like 
I'm not putting words in your mouth, but let me stop being unhappy or let me start mm-hmm. like working towards these goals instead of yeah. thinking, you know, funny Definitely. you say that. Um, the reason this podcast got started, it was during the, the beginning of the pandemic, but someone said to me, done is better than perfect. So I'm like, mm-hmm. why am I waiting all this time to perfect it and think of like the, the great, the branding, the logos, all this and that when it's just, just do it and it'll yeah. come and you'll figure it yeah. out. That quote's a really good one, honestly, because I struggle with that too. Like I'm a perfectionist and as an artist, I'm like very detail oriented. And I do have to remind myself of that. Like, you know, it's better to have a product out there that's imperfect than just be doing nothing at all. And it's truly through the process of like fumbling through the beginning that you learn how to do (laughs) the right Mm -hmm. stuff. And like, I didn't even, I, I couldn't have even realized that in the beginning, like, oh, you, you actually do have to fail, you know, to figure out what you're going to, what you're doing. Otherwise you'll literally never have a plan. You'll never know, you know, what's going to be the best option for you. If you don't just, you know, fumble through the beginning part. <laughs> preach Casey, preach. I love it. <laughs> um, okay. So you got these four pins in hand, you design them in procreate. They're looking awesome. Um, did you have an Etsy shop? Did you set up like a Shopify store? How how did you start getting the word out and selling them? So I made a Shopify account and an Etsy pretty much like at the same time. Um, no sales like right away, you know, (laughs) just like, okay, I have my website. I have these pins like now what? (laughs) Um, so my next course of action was, to just get out there and find some way to sell them. So what I did was contact my local farmer's market and within, yeah, that I think it was in June um, of last year that I officially started going to farmer's markets. Um, I like (laughs) had to come in and like bring this lady my pins and I showed them to her and I was like, I know it's a farmer's market. It's not really like the most ideal location to sell art and things but like you know if if you're down I'd like to set up a booth she was down so now you know starting in June of last year now I'm going to markets every weekend so that started honestly pretty quick um and it was amazing like it was just a way for me to just get my pins in front of people's eyes and even still my first day you know I didn't make that many sales um people were a little bit confused (laughs) by what they were looking at but it just allowed me to like get to understand what people even think of the pins you know and that helped me realize like people love the whale one people love my marshmallow one um they kind of like the other ones too but those were two were like really popular and that was encouraging and kind of gave me like an understanding of what you know my audience kind of likes um and then of course I made some sales so it was a great um opportunity for me to make some money um and from there I was able to kind of do some ads on Facebook um, and just dedicate a little bit more to like, uh, just trying to go grow my online sales. And then, yeah. And then shortly after doing markets, I kind of started working on online sales, but markets doing farmers markets was amazing. Cause just right away, I was able to like, just start selling stuff. That's incredible. I have a couple by me, but I've never really thought too much about it. 
because I was afraid of the audience, you know, like, I don't mm-hmm. know if like these older folks who are coming into town to buy like fruits and vegetables and the yeah. fresh local produce, like not to make fun of anyone. Cause like, I, I like going to farmer's <laughs> markets too, but, but like, you know, that's, that's who I mm-hmm. would think is like the typical customer for these things. But you do see like adult parents bring their kids and stuff like mm-hmm. that, nieces and nephews and, and whatnot. So, but also yeah. we're comparing, like, I feel like. It's, there's really like a market culture out in California. I'd say mm-hmm. everywhere, but like with patches and pins and all these kinds of like expos and stuff like that happening, like in Cali and like on the West Coast, it's insane. So um, good for you for freaking carving your own path <laughs> and like, you know, because I wouldn't say that it's like the most conventional way. But like mm-hmm. you're doing it and you're learning and you're having fun and, and it's working. Thank you. Yeah, I think I mean, I'm just I was very done with that waitress job and very ready to just curate the life for myself that I actually wanted. And I'm kind of, I'm a big proponent of taking responsibility for those kinds of things, um, like your own happiness, for example. But yeah, just making the choice to quit that job and start this has entirely changed my life. And I'm really happy that I made that decision to kind of take responsibility and not, you know, continuously wither away in the food industry, just like hoping (laughs) to be an artist someday. I feel that. I'm very passionate. I (laughs) I can see that. I can tell. And especially by looking at your latest, um, like story, like adventure, like your latest series of stories when you were um, showing off, the, it was like the mushroom cat looking out the window and then you were just kind of like sharing the progress and then you shared a TikTok. Uh, I saw the TikTok of like, here's how I like make prints and I go to FedEx and do all that stuff. Um, so Like I could just sense like the passion and like the excitement behind all of it. So and that's what you know. It made me even more excited to talk to you. So, Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> I want to talk social media because I feel like you're doing a pretty good job. Um, what's like? What's your approach to? Uh, I don't know. Figuring out what to share or, or how to share it. Like, is this a post or should I make a TikTok or anything like that? just kind of want to like pick your brains on like social media Mm -hmm. strategies and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely say I'm, I'm still a newbie with it. And like every day I'm learning new things. And sometimes I think like I'm getting a hang of it. And then, you know, the next few posts don't do well. (laughs) So it's definitely like learning in progress, you know, but um, let's see here. I would say, Lately, I've been trying not to be too much perfectionist. I know like we talked about that, but before I felt like kind of in the beginning of my social media journey, I would be putting in like a lot of time and effort on reels and TikToks and like posts that were not even doing well. And it, it was weird. It's like the le- the less effort I put in sometimes, the better something will do. <laughs> I don't know if you felt that yourself. Like you'll post a really well thought out reel and just like doesn't do well. And then you literally just like zoom in on something with like a song in the background and it blows up. 
And you're like, so what? weird. So I think what really helped me was just like, okay, I'm not going to think too hard. I'm just going to post stuff. Like I'm just going to take pictures, post them. I'm not going to like overthink it. I'm going to try to post like frequently because the more I was thinking about it, like days would go by and I would like not have posted. So yeah, I think I started to definitely post more frequently and that allowed me to just take in a lot more information. So then at that point I was able to see like, okay, like the reels where I'm showing my face, like those ones are getting a lot more views. The reels also where I'm like, just very simply showing a product, maybe like move it around in the sun a little bit. Those ones are doing good. Um, so yeah, I think just kind of like allowing myself the freedom to just do whatever allowed me to actually figure out like what was working. Um, so yeah, I would say like, if I were to give a tip to someone, just calm down and post something. <laughs> calm down and post something that should be on a shirt. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can I can definitely relate. I can definitely say that spent hours like in Photoshop working on a graphic or maybe you're cutting out a pin or something like that. And then mm-hmm. you des- custom design like a background for that photo. And then something that you post on your phone just like blows up. You're like, what the frick? Yeah, <laughs> we can you curse on this know. podcast. But yeah, you never okay. <laughs> you never know. And 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 that's like. You just got to live with that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I agree. I think that's something that's like a hard pill to swallow because I see people all the time that are like, the algorithm hates me or like, I'm shadow banned for sure. And it's like, I mean, just keep posting. Like, you never know. I, some things I think are going to do great, do terribly. And then like, you know, like we've said, <laughs> random stuff blows up. So you never yeah. know. And I think kind of like the what's going on on Instagram these days is a lot less polished and professional than like things I used to see five years ago and before that. Um, so just being yourself seems to be a big asset nowadays, you know, like not <laughs> putting on a weird show, just kind of put the phone in front of your face and just be yourself, you know, <laughs> and people seem to like it. <laughs> bingo, bingo. I don't know if you've listened to many episodes of the podcast, but I, that's what I say. And that's what I've like really started to like lean into you know, people, and I'm sure you can agree to this, people like seeing the face behind the brand. They like being able to, like, relate to that person. Maybe they see a little bit of themselves in you or maybe they see mm-hmm. a little bit of who they want to be, like, in you. Or, I don't know, maybe there's something annoying about you but and they can't stop watching or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's the kind of content I think people naturally gravitate towards and, and, and like and will will engage with more. So yeah. it's cool to hear that that's kind of working for you. Definitely. Yeah, I think the transparency is nice, too, because as a consumer myself, you know, it's it's cool to see the behind the scenes and the person who is, you know, making the money mm-hmm. <laughs> behind the whole operation. So it, I, I appreciate it. I like the transparency that I'm seeing on Instagram nowadays. What's what's the deal with TikTok? What what, what works on TikTok? What doesn't work on TikTok? It doesn't oh, it take yeah. up so much time too. You're asking the wrong person. Like I <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm TikTok is an enigma to me still. Um, but I'm trying to figure it out. It's it's sort of on my goals uh, on my list of goals for this year is you know get a handle on TikTok because <laughs> it's tough I don't know like the content that I find myself watching is 
like kind of out of the realm of things that I would make because I just watch like funny stuff like <laughs> just you know like people just making jokes story times like funny stuff caught on camera and I'm like I don't know that's weird it's hard for me to imagine translating that into like me trying to sell my pins <laughs> to people <laughs> so um I'm still learning on that I would say so far I'm just kind of sticking with the whole be yourself kind of just be normal <laughs> thing and I'm gonna see where it goes from there but I'm still I'm still pretty new with it okay yeah I feel mm -hmm. the same way too in terms of when I watch the content I'm just I don't know after a couple minutes I'm just like why am I still watching this but yeah. then I see other bigger <laughs> brands kind of emulating w what I'm seeing like there or just taking that audio, but like somehow relating it to their business. And then I just get like, is this really what I have to do in order to like grow and be seen? Do I ha really have to like do these trends and start dancing in order to get like <laughs> the views and the likes and stuff like that? Like, will I finally like go viral if that <laughs> happens? And it's like... I don't know if I want to stoop that low. <laughs> no offense to people doing know, it, but like, no, I feel that too. <sighs> yeah. There's a lot of things, you know, that feel a little bit funny like that, <laughs> but I figure, and I always just tell myself like it's free advertising. Like you really can't argue with it because you know, it's there for you to use. And if you don't want to use it, you don't have to, but if you do, at least it's free. <laughs> <laughs> that so, is true that is true you know i figure i might i might end i don't know you might have to watch me do a stupid dance <laughs> like one of these days because i don't know if that's the ticket but i'm gonna i'm gonna keep at it the whole tiktok thing and see see where i can fit in the tiktok world <laughs> yeah yeah we'll have you back on the podcast so you can give us like an update on uh tiktok trends and stuff yeah like that. we can do a dance tutorial and everything <laughs> so <laughs> so that should be a good episode <laughs> i'm just picturing like me like dancing like <laughs> buy my <laughs> like, please buy my stuff <laughs> god oh. yeah no it does feel like that sometimes like you're like desperate but in a way, sometimes when I'm at the farmer's market or I'm at events, it feels like that too. Um, I've even done an event in LA um, that was not one of my better events, honestly, even though I thought possibly it would be a great event. But um, sometimes you got to do that. It's like a little bit in a weird way embarrassing because it's like I'm just sitting, I'm sitting out here with my my step my wares and like a little merchant <laughs> and like a bunch of people are passing by me giving me like kind of dirty looks but like you know what this is my dream and if it takes me having to like embarrass myself sitting on like a corner side with my stuff then like that's what I'm gonna do <laughs> I like that but also <laughs> fuck those people yeah yeah that's I mean that's the mindset you gotta have some people are just not gonna like your stuff and yeah. story <laughs> facts facts yeah um, so let's see. You mentioned that you were on uh, Etsy. Mm -hmm. Have you seen any any trends or anything happening like with your pin shop, um, like through Etsy that you don't see on your shop? Like maybe you sell more of one pin or like you were saying before, like maybe like cat pins are doing really well. I'm sure people are searching mm -hmm. for cat stuff on Etsy yeah. like crazy. Yes, um, definitely. I mean, the cat pins sell... Are like my best sellers on both Etsy and Shopify. But Etsy, I think 
Etsy's kind of the wild west for me too. <laughs> but what I've learned about it is definitely like having more listings seems to to help. Even having like, I mean, I still haven't, um, I've done this once, but I, I'm still kind of like experimenting with it, but having multiple listings of the same product, but with two different pictures. So you can kind of test out two different main photos. Um, but doing things like that, essentially like increasing your amount of listings simply by using a different photo. So that way when people search like Mushroom Cat, you, there's just a higher chance that you're going to show up because you just have more listings with that tagged. Um, so that's helped helped me out. More listings. Um, it's kind of lame, but you, I put a bunch of tags in the listing title. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that, but that's kind of like what you got to do now. I feel like it's kind of silly, but it helps a <laughs> big time. Just like, instead of putting mushroom cat pin, you know, putting like mushroom cat pin, you know, mushroom psychedelic, um, <laughs> cats, calico cats, funny cats. I don't know. Like just throwing in <laughs> any word that might be related. And like, it, it just helps more eyes, you know, see your products. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much what I've learned. Okay. Interesting. That mm-hmm. is very interesting. You know, I, I've always was curious if there was a way to do some sort of like A-B testing on on uh, Etsy. I don't think there's anything that mm-hmm. you can do on the back end, but setting mm-hmm. up different listings yes, uh, and then maybe like tweaking the photos or putting up a third list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even know how you would do it. Like if you want to test like yeah. the title too, you probably mm-hmm. have to pick one variable and test that first. But uh, that's pretty cool. That. I, mm-hmm. I want to try that and see, see, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, it's nice. Yeah. It's a, it's a good way. I wish that they had some type of AB test on there, but yeah, essentially you can accomplish that by just duplicating your listings. And like you said, changing some type of variable <laughs> and yeah. seeing if it helps. <laughs> so That's pretty smart, yeah. but you do a great job. I like your pictures. Um, they're very colorful. Um, they pop out, they stand out against like the white background of Etsy. So, you know, that's working to your favor too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. what is, what does success look like for you? Oh, that's a tough question. Success. Um, I guess in the most simple terms, it is me accomplishing the things that I set out to accomplish um, which is kind of new for me in general, honestly, because I, I, you know, have, have not been like a to-do list person or a, like accomplish things on a planner type of person my entire life by any means. Um, it's only really so, now that I'm in, I'm in my later twenties and I'm kind of getting a grasp on like my, what career I want and everything that, um, I'm, I'm like losing my, I lost my train of thought a little bit, <laughs> um, but oh yes, my goals. Um, but now I'm starting to like actually write things down and hold myself accountable for it, <laughs> which is just like, it's so simple once you do it. <laughs> and I think I started really simple too. Like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do a short journal entry, you know, every day I'm going to read 10 pages in my book and I'm going to draw for 20 minutes. And like, <laughs> you know, and, and, and that way, just having the, the, t- the task set out, I actually can know if I'm doing good or not. Cause before I made goals for myself, it was like, eh, like I'm doing all right, I guess. But really there was no standard at which like I was holding myself. 
Um, so yes, to answer your question, like success for me looks like accomplishing the things I set out to accomplish. And that really like, it gives me a sense of like being able to trust myself, um, which is kind of deep, but it's, it's real. I mean, you know, before when I would like say like, oh, you know, well, I'm going to, I'm going to work out today. And then I didn't do it. I didn't realize how much that was actually like bringing down my self-esteem and like bringing down my sense of trust in myself. Um, but now that the past few, like really just the last year, two years <laughs> that I've been kind of getting my mental health game in check and everything, I've, I've realized, yeah, holding myself accountable. <laughs> yeah. Yo, <laughs> really Casey, you're woke, as they say. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. Um, no, that's a great, that's a great, uh, viewpoint, vantage point, perspective, if you will, uh, on success, because it's different for everyone. And and I agree, like the fact that you're out there doing it, like putting yourself out there, you got pins available to buy, like that's, that's success in and of itself. It doesn't always correspond to sales or, or, or money or anything like that. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like you're, you're effing doing it. Thank you. (laughs) Definitely something that I didn't experience while I was like, you know, being a waitress or even in school, really. I don't know. I just didn't have that boost of like excitement when I would accomplish a task like I do now. (laughs) And it's just so simple, but it really works. Just the more you can like believe in yourself and accomplish those tasks, the better you like feel about yourself and have love for yourself. And it just like, is a snowball effect. So, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Um, so tell me, uh, I know it's only, you know, we're approaching a year, but you have, um, a handful of pins available in your shop. Um, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I'm curious what your worst seller is and why you think that is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I definitely know what the worst seller is and it's my banana pin. <laughs> it's, um, it's called my nefarious Nana pin <laughs> on my website. Now the reason why I, it's not the best. Hmm. You know, it's probably good that you ask, you know, cause <laughs> it's good to think about that. Um, I, I'm not really sure. Maybe it's just like an object that people don't have an emotional connection with. Um, Hey, I like bananas, but (laughs) maybe some people, I don't know, you know, just the banana just doesn't, doesn't sing to them in the way that like a whale or like an animal, (laughs) you know, would, would, (laughs) would sing to them. But, um, so yeah, I would say that, yeah, it's just, it's a little too niche, a little, too random whereas like my cat pins are just do do great because people just love cats (laughs) interesting it's just kind of curious to see what maybe other people could could learn or maybe it was like a mistake with like the design or colors or stuff like that but sometimes it's just as a matter of just like you know that pin didn't really resonate with like your audience or, or whatever the case is. And yeah. that's okay. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think it's true. And you never know like what's going to do good because pins that I thought like they showed up 
Um, there's one that I, it's called my skate ghost pin, but it's a little ghost in roller skates. And when it came, I was like disappointed. It didn't look the way that the mock-ups had looked like it was just a little chunkier and less refined and everything. And I was like, ah, oh, like this is not going to do well. It's not, it's not what I envisioned. And then it ended up doing pretty good. Honestly, like I would say probably in my top five, like best sellers. And wow. people think it's really cute. I, roller skates, I don't know, gets people. <laughs> um, so you never know. I don't know. I thought the banana turned out perfectly, like exactly how I wanted it when I did the mock-up design. But to this day, it's still, it's, yeah, it doesn't, I don't make a ton of sales on it. So, yeah. Bananas in it, I guess. <laughs> bananas, yeah. Maybe don't do banana pins, but maybe ghost pins. Maybe the ghost eating the banana. On roller skates and then slipping. Ooh. Okay. I don't know. Slip, yeah, like slipping on a banana pill. That would be an intricate pin. <laughs> Spitballing ideas. You could have that one, Casey. I'll give you that one. <laughs> okay. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, so uh, uh, we had someone in our Discord server um, submit a question. Um, if you were to, and and I've seen your, 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 I've seen you do this before. You're branching out of pins and mm-hmm. you're, you're doing prints and um, I don't know. I think I saw a magnet um, in there. But you also mentioned towards the beginning of our conversation that you possibly wanting to do um, apparel, clothes and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, how, like, have you been thinking about like what products to branch out to? Like how did you – how are you going about that? Like – um, are you just like pulling your audience to see kind of what they'd be interested in or is it mm-hmm. more of like a gut feeling like, no, nah, I want to do this. And I think like my, my audience will like support me or. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say it definitely started with the gut feeling, um, which in a lot of cases for me, that's, it's usually what it takes just kind of like a, an impulse. <laughs> and then I try it out. Um, but doing the farmer's markets and, and having markets, was a wonderful way for me to kind of get in there because I actually a long time ago, back in like July, I think I had a first run of t-shirts that I didn't put on. I didn't even post them on Instagram. I didn't put them on my website, not on my um, Etsy either. And I just sold them at the farmer's market and they're simple like tie dye shirts with my logo embroidered on them. Um, But that was the first one I did. And I, I sold all of them like over the course of a couple weeks. So that was like a big motivator at first. And it was kind of exciting to finally have some like a, a clothing item out there. Um, so then the next thing I did was Halloween. I, um, I use Printful. It's a website called Printful. Um, but it's, it's really awesome, like easy way to do drop shipping if you want to do that or just like order a bunch of stuff with your illustrations on them and whatnot but I did a blanket and a crew neck sweater for Halloween and that was sort of the first one that I ever posted online and put on my website and everything and um it was it was fun I won't say that I necessarily like you know went viral made a bunch of sales and stuff most of my sales were probably at markets um but it was exciting and the blankets, especially people seemed really excited. It was, uh, my pumpkin cat <laughs> blanket, which is no longer my website. Cause it was like a special seasonal just for, you know, Halloween thing. But if you scroll down my Instagram, you can find it. 
Um, but it was super fun. I would say doing the markets was, was like epic because I could see people's reactions to it. Um, and it, it's been going pretty good so far. Um, so now still have it. They're not on my website yet because I'm, I, I feel like maybe I'm being too much of a perfectionist about it, but I'm kind of trying to just make sure they're perfect before they're on my website. But I do have some hoodies right now that I'm selling at markets. Um, and they're just black hoodies with mushroom cat embroidered on them. Um, but they're doing pretty good. So I think I'm going to put them on the website. Pretty excited about it. But yeah, that's sort of my apparel story. <laughs> Interesting. It, that yeah. seems to be like the big trend right now, right? Like putting like embroidered like logos on like shirts or, or, or hoodies or even crew neck sweaters. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, I, I like embroidery a lot. It's fun. Um, I got into a phase where I actually bought my own embroidery machine. <laughs> <laughs> and like the first one of shirts I embroidered myself. <laughs> oh. I, yeah, but um everything else I've done on Printful and I I've, I've gone to a local embroidery shop because <laughs> you know, sometimes for me I just have to like, you know, impulsively start a hobby to realize that it's not for me. <laughs> but I love the look of embroidery. I love like I I even do some like designs because you have to digitize like a vector in order to get it ready for embroidery. So I think that's really fun. Um, Embroidering yourself with a machine is tough. If you do that, good for you. (laughs) But yeah, embroidery is really cool. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Just diving into like a new hobby, a new craft or or, or whatever and just kind of like, you know, like the pin shop and stuff like that, just kind of figuring it out by doing it. And, uh, mm-hmm. and that's really cool that that's like still continuing. You're still trying to do that. And you're trying to like, you know, expand the plant space family, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's kind of been my goal from the beginning was to just kind of like design anything and everything, but just like, you know, under the confines of it being my art style. So pins is like a wonderful place to start. Cause it's like the gateway drug of, <laughs> <laughs> of designing because it's pretty easy um it doesn't take like a whole lot of time or skill to do it but then you end up having like a you know a little 3d thing that you get to hold and it's something that you created and it's it's super exciting every time <laughs> a new pin order comes in and you get to see something that you've drawn like in front of you so yeah, that was my gateway drug into wanting to do more and wanting to see my designs as blankets and sweaters and just everything. So <laughs> I love that. That's really, yeah. that's really funny. But it's true. <laughs> that's, that feeling doesn't get old. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It's definitely the, like a big motivator for me as a designer. Just I don't know. I'm just elated every time I see a new product. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I, I'm actually have uh, I have some pins being sent to me, but they're being shipped through FedEx. And I guess this time around, I have to like sign for them, a manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Um, but since I was at my parents' house, I miss them. So, but while I was there, that. I was just like, oh my god, I I need to go back home so I can get these pins. I, I'm gonna do quality control on these pins. I get so excited and I check the tracking to see if it's been delivered. I'm like, delayed a day. Are you kidding me? Uh-huh. Oh no! Like, yeah, like I, I, like, you know, it's like, like I need another hit. I need those new pins to come in. Yeah, <laughs> there was a time I, it was like a same situation, and it was set up where I was. They like text me when they're like, "Oh, your your uh, shipment's gonna be delivered today," and I was like getting on a plane, and I had just sat down 
like on the plane about to, you know, not have self-service anymore. And I just got that text. Like that was the last text I got. <laughs> and I was like, no, like it's going to get to my house and I'm not going to be there. Oh. And like, and then, you know, then I'm in the, in the air and like, there's no going back. <laughs> like, I'm just going to have to wait till I get home. And that time, because I had to sign, they didn't even like leave it there. So I had to just like, you know, figure it out and get it at a different time. But that was sad. I was like, no, I need my pins. You know, it's stuff only, uh, I want to say pin makers can relate to, but I guess artists in general, when they're making yeah. products and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's see. What's something that you wish you had known when you first started your pin company? Maybe something that you learned uh, throughout your journey. Um, let me think here. What would I like to have known? Hmm. I guess, um, I guess just to have patience, probably. Um, Because when I started, I would say like the first couple months were a little bit discouraging. um, Because I would see like, oh my god, these these people's posts are getting tons of likes or, you know, I was kind of like comparing myself to like everyone and thinking like, like, Oh my gosh, why am I not getting sales? Um, am, am I not, am I not good enough at this? Am I not good at pins? You know? So I think like just learning that, like, okay, it's going to take time. You're not gonna, you know, go viral on day one. You're not going to (laughs) like be sending out a million, a bunch of sales, you know, on your first week. Um, and it literally only by the act of doing it, will you learn how to do that? Um, so yeah, I would just say if I knew like, you know, that it, 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 it's going to take time and I need, and patience is really the key that would have helped me kind of get out of that discouragement in the beginning. That's pretty, yeah, I like that. Um, I wish I had that too, but uh, also another thing that you said, like, comparing yourself to like other brands that are like their posts are blowing up and then you start to thinking oh they must you know get a bunch of orders from just like this one post and stuff like that and you're comparing yourself to them it's not really like an apples to apples comparison but still in our head like it still Mm -hmm. like bothers us it's like we want a piece of that or like maybe if i had that like i'd be so much happier but like you're just totally like you're building a different community um, you, you know, there might be some overlap and stuff like that, commonalities with your audience and, and, and whatnot, but you're still like on your own trajectory. So it's, it's really important that, um, no matter like what you're working on, like it's, it's really hard to compare it to like something else. Cause it's yours, mm-hmm. not theirs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard not to get stuck in that trap of comparing yourself, um, but then you got to think too, like these, these big brands probably, you know, have gone through their own hell and back to get <laughs> to where they're at now. And, you know, it's like everyone's on their own journey and I'm, I'm only going to figure out what works for me by just continuing. And like probably 90% of people who start, you know, any type of business or any hobby or anything are just going to quit, you know, at that, at that point where like, okay, you know, maybe I'm not really in the mood to do this today (laughs) or like, you know, I'm having like a bad day. Maybe I don't want to (laughs) like keep continuously post and do this whole 
business thing, but you know, that, that smaller percentage of people that push through, those are the ones that find success. So yeah, you just got to be patient in the beginning. Don't, don't get stuck comparing yourself because that is just no good. <laughs> mm, I love that. I think I'm going to turn that into a clip. And by me saying I'm going to turn it into a clip helps remind me to turn it into a clip. So note to future right. Eric. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Eric, you better do it. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I like that. Uh, Pins by Charlie. Um, they are a uh, supporter uh, of the podcast and, and um, pretty good friends of mine, um, two dudes who make up the, the Pins by Charlie, the brand. They submitted a question, and, and I find it pretty interesting. Uh, okay. Who inspires you or what inspires you to just kind of keep doing what you're doing, you know, to get past those like tough days and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. um, well, lately I have been kind of getting into reading. Um, I don't know why I felt like an imposter saying that just now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I read. <laughs> uh, I'm not like other girls. Uh, <laughs> but no, I have been reading a lot lately and been getting like epically inspired by things I've been reading and also some podcasts that I've been watching. Um, but a book by Jeff Ol Olson, Jeff Olson, it's called The Slight Edge. Um, epic book. And I would like read a few pages every day of going out to markets because um, there's a lot of just kind of sitting and waiting for customers to come. So I would read that book and I guess just hearing, it's sort of just about like success in business, but kind of breaking it down into like more of like this, the mind and how to get your mind in that, in that spot where you're able to like have success. Um, so reading that every day, like it kind of changed my life. So <laughs> the slight edge, if you, if you find that book, but yeah, it's really about just taking the baby steps and the idea that all great things are really just like an amalgamation of a bunch of simple, tiny things. Um, so things that just seem incredibly difficult and like you could never accomplish them, you know, you can, as long as you start with baby steps today and everything from spaceships to, you know, the house that I'm sitting in now started in that way. So anyways, that book, super duper inspiring. Um, I've been watching a lot of podcasts by Mel Robbins, who is uh, a speaker, I guess just like an inspirational speaker. Um, and she has a book called The Five Minute Rule. And that is super inspiring too, or the five second rule, excuse me. But um, the idea is essentially you count down from five and then you do the thing, <laughs> which sounds very simple. But for someone like me who I have ADHD and some like anxiety issues and things like that. And sometimes I can get in my head about very simple things, even like doing the dishes or something like, and the five second rule just, okay, I'm going to count down from five. I'm going to stop thinking and I'm going to do it has like, has been life-changing, I will say. <laughs> but Okay, I like Mel that. Robin is super inspiring, yeah. Okay, uh, that all sounds good to me. Like, there'll probably be links to uh, the book and the podcast or YouTube videos or whatever. We'll talk in the DMs and we'll, we'll figure out what to link yeah. in the show notes to help other people. Because sure. mm -hmm. um, I love that kind of stuff. Um, I also read a lot of like self-help books and business books and things like that, just kind of like trying to become like a better person, trying to strengthen my mind and, 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 you know, 
like you said, like get a hold of like the just whole mental health and stuff like that. Um, so I think resources like that are super important and, and yeah, stuff like that does sound simple, but it, it effective. And so to hear it, you know, from someone, you know, that it, it, it worked for, uh, is pretty cool. I also got a bunch of dishes sitting in my sink right now. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, we're done. That's the winning on you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> get, get it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. so talk to me about what you see the future. W- what does the future hold for plant space for you? You're going to keep going to the market. You're going to keep releasing pins kind of like, uh, you know, have you manifested or, or thought about kind of like the next steps? for the brand and what yeah. are they? So this year I kind of have two main goals. Um, each of them have sort of like side goals that I'm going to have to accomplish to accomplish the main one. But um, I am really trying to do a lot more out of town markets this year. So I've got one set up. I mean, they're all in, in California, but the LA area, San Luis Obispo, Central Coast, um, trying to get out of my town a little bit and do some traveling so at the moment i have an event set up for every month until august of this year Um, and that's including the farmers market so like uh, every weekend i'm doing something but some some weekends i'm going to be traveling so that's my goal this year is to do a lot of like bigger events and do some traveling and for, I would definitely also just recommend that to anyone who's like making pins. If there's like small events in your town or just any events that you can go to, like get into it because every time I do it, I like meet a bunch of people. I get new followers. I get new people that are super interested in my brand. Like every single time I meet an important person or like I meet people who are giving me new information about designing and things like that. So events are awesome. And then my second goal for the year is essentially to up my like online presence and get more online sales. So that's a whole can of worms. I'm still, it's going to be a big learning year for me. Cause this is like my first real, like official year starting as a business owner. Um, so big learning year for me, gonna really do some experimenting online and try to get my online sales up. So that's sort of like the duality of my year going to events getting more online sales. <laughs> like and then that. I guess in the long term, if I'm thinking like, what is the future hold like way down the line? Um, I kind of, I mean, I want to have, <laughs> I'm feeling silly now right now, but just an empire of amazing products. Like I'm super duper inspired by Sanrio, which is like, uh, I'm sure you might know, but the big company that created Hello Kitty <laughs> Um, and lots of other fun characters, Gudetama and stuff, but, um, they're amazing. Their motto is small gift, big smile. And that like sings to my heart, (laughs) just something about small gift, big smile, but you know, something along those lines, I would love to make plushies. I would love to make notebooks, just everything with my art and just an entire world of products. Wow, dreaming big. I like it. Big dreams, big dreams, yeah. Hell (laughs) yeah. Manifesting today. (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. And then this is going to go on the internet, and then the internet Mm -hmm. will do its thing. And uh, yeah, you guys need to hold me accountable. Like, Casey, where's your empire? I'm going to set a reminder on my phone one year check, do a one year check in every year for the next five years. (laughs) Yes, that's that'll be good for me. 
Um, if you weren't making pins, what would you be doing? Um, well, let me rephrase that. Maybe if you weren't doing art. Okay. Yeah, good one. I would probably go into food, not like being a waitress, but having my own restaurant. Um, but that was sort of like when I kind of decided I wanted to be a business owner, it was going to either be food or art for me. Um, but I'm a, I'm a home chef <laughs> and I'm vegan. So like my recipes are a little bit different and unique. Um, but I'm really into making like vegan desserts and vegan meals and all sorts of stuff. So I would say, yeah, if I did, if I didn't go into art, I would probably go into food. Um, I will say I chose art because it's much cleaner <laughs> because for, I don't know, for a while there, I, I spent maybe like four or five months kind of like making some desserts. Um, I didn't really have like a full on business, but I would like sell them to my friends and stuff. And that was kind of like my, like, mm, mm, like <laughs> it, this is super messy. It's, it's a ton of work. Like the products go bad. <laughs> like, it's, I don't know. I still have like a passion for making food, but that was the moment where I was like, oh, art is so dry and clean and clean. And like, <laughs> and like, doesn't have a smell <laughs> and stuff. So, oh, so you're, you're doing like art, art a great service with those adjectives. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, that's pretty interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just always curious on like what people would do, you know, should if yeah. this wasn't an option or something like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. Cool. So we reached like the end, the, the last portion, if you will, which is kind of like a, a this or that rapid fire. I'm just going to shoot off a couple more questions to you. And just, you know, the first thing that comes to mind, if you want to elaborate on it, it is what it, I call it the rapid fire, this or that, but it really just turns into like <laughs> more questions and, and answers followed by that. So okay. whatever, we're just going to go right into it. Soft okay. enamel or hard enamel? Hard enamel. Why? <laughs> I it's kind of subjective, like it's really an opinion, but I think in a lot of cases it just looks a lot cleaner and it allows you to like add more detail without muddying up a design. Um I, I couldn't tell you why. I, I just feel like somehow like the dips that are in the soft enamel kind of adds another textural element that can get a little busy. <laughs> Um, but I do have, I, oh, I haven't posted it yet, but I do have one soft enamel pin that's going to come sometime soon, but every, every other one is hard enamel and I, yeah, I just think it looks a little cleaner, a little more refined. Yeah. I have to agree with you on that. It does look a little bit cleaner, a little bit more polished, a, a, a little mm-hmm. bit. I like to, to use the word a little premium. You sleek. Yeah. It just looks It does. Cool. Yeah. I will say like some designs lend themselves to a soft enamel look. Like if you're going for something more gritty or like a cool edgier kind of look. But I think if you're trying to create the clearest image, probably hard enamel. Yeah. Yeah. Well put. Um, see, I just elaborate and just go on on that answer and it does not become a rapid fire or anything like that. Um, Dyed enamel pins or glow in the dark enamel pins? Glow in the dark. That one one took me longer. (laughs) Um, rubber backings or butterfly metal backings? Neither. Locking backs. 
Hey, that's the right answer. I like that. <laughs> Are you uh, hashtag pin game strong or hashtag pin game proper? Pin game strong. <laughs> Are you a hashtag pin addict or hashtag pin collector? Pin addict. Nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. She's not afraid to call herself a pin addict. Yeah. <laughs> um, where's your favorite place to wear a pin? Oh, favorite place to wear a pin. You know what? Coffee shops, because every time you wear it to a coffee shop, a barista will like look at it and be like, "Ooh, girl, I like your pin because baristas love pins. <laughs> like make a coffee pin, maybe if, if you're searching for a design out there and you're a pin person, because like walk into a Starbucks, those girls and guys up in there, they got pins. They like pins. <laughs> So wear your pins to Starbucks. <laughs> that is that is hilarious. I think you're right. Absolutely. But like when I like you just like answered the question in a, in a completely different way that I was not expecting. Like I'm thinking like <laughs> a hat, a bag, like where would you like wear a pin? But oh, you're like literally like going out and you're like, no, coffee houses are like a good spot to like uh, <laughs> go and wear pins. And I'm like. Whoa, dude, That's this is better. cool. She, but she's right too. That's like, neat, you know, <laughs> That's funny. I was not expecting yeah, I, that. I mean, spot wise, I would say backpack. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like location coffee shop. <laughs> oh, I love That's that. Funny. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to make that a two parter um, mm-hmm. for future yeah. episodes. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, if, uh, let's see. Is there a pin that you recently saw on Instagram that you wish you released? A pin that I wish I released. That's tough. Um, Because we see so many pins on a daily basis. I know. It's like I can think of several of them, but I I don't know how to like, how do I describe the pin itself? Um, Oh, man. Or maybe... Let's okay. How about um, is there like a pin shop you wish you, I don't know, ran? Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Okay. So, why am I like I'm blanking on? <laughs> what is this one called? I think it's something with fluke in it. There's a whale. It's a it's a pin shop that makes whale ones. Do you know which one I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, there's I get lost. I must have like a gazillion like whale pins saved on Etsy. Yeah. There's um, it's sort of a like a main one. Like if you were to type in whale on Etsy, she would probably be one of the top people. Let's see. Aluma Dink. That's the one. Oh! That's literally the one. It's Alum and Ink, and she makes some fire pins, I will say. <laughs> Yeah, this, this cosmic whale one is awesome. Mm-hmm. I definitely yeah, have some I'm, of her. I'm into saved. the whole space whale thing. So like I like the stuff that she does. Um yeah. So her shop, um, Strike Gently Co. I would say I, if I if if it was like, hey, which one do you wanna just have? Like <laughs> Strike Gently Co. That's mine now. <laughs> Don't tell the guy who runs it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure he would find that flattering. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Um, but yeah, these whale pins. That's funny. The one yeah. that I pulled up, I actually have favorited. On really? Etsy. That's yeah. funny. Yeah, she's she's like good on Etsy. But you know what? I actually have a funny story. 
speaking of uh, Strike Gently Co., but um, there is a time. So we use the same manufacturer. I was not aware of that, but we use the same manufacturer. And there was a time that they accidentally sent me a hundred of my pins on Strike Gently Co. backings. Like the little card that, you know, you put your pin on. Um, my manufacturer will do that for you if you ask them and pay them to do it. Um, mix up in the factory, but all of my, a hundred of my pins showed up like as if they're Strike Gently Co. pins. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's such a weird Mad mix weird. up to yeah, have. Yeah, I had to just take them off all the backings and like, I just have a whole bunch of Strike Gently Co. backing cards. <laughs> <laughs> but super weird. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've never heard of that kind of a, a mix up happening. Interesting. Yeah. It was kind of surreal because it was like, wait a second, like... <laughs> It, it just, it's weird to see your design on someone else's backing card. Like it's surreal to look at it. Cause you're like, Whoa, <laughs> this, is weird. this pin, but it's fine. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's your favorite pizza topping or, do, uh, you're vegan, but yeah. there's vegan pizza, yeah. vegan cheese. I like pizza. Um, pr- Ooh, this is tough. I'm like, I'm between choosing like a vegan product, like a vegan cheese. Oh, you know what? I'm deciding. Okay. So <laughs> there's a new type of vegan cheese and like looks super weird. Honestly, it's, it's called Miyoko's liquid vegan pizza cheese. Oh it's, a, a, it's like a mixture of those words. I probably got it wrong, but it says liquid cheese on there, which like does not sound good. Trust me. It doesn't sound good, but it's like magical. I don't know what. She did. The brand's called Miyoko's, but um, it's called like liquid pizza cheese or something. But it goes on like a liquid and it like literally turns into cheese. It like browns. But I just tried that on a pizza. I like made it from scratch, made my own dough and stuff. Ooh. And ooh, yeah. And it was really good. So if you like vegan food or if you just want to give it a go. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Miyoko's. Yeah. I'm like, I need to get a, a link. A, I need to get sponsored. <laughs> Get that affiliate money coming in. Yeah. I'm like, I can't be doing these free ad advertisements. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about when people like talk about the Shopify store or Etsy. I'm like, you know, maybe I should start like bleeping out those names and then being like, yo, Spotify, we're bleeping you out or Spotify, Shopify, we're bleeping you out. Let's get some, uh, some money so we can, yeah. uh, you know, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Dream. I'm dreaming when, big. Someday, I'm manifesting. Yeah. One of these days, that's going to be yeah. a thing. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite Ninja Turtle? I'm not a Ninja Turtle person. <laughs> ooh, ooh. We're going to have so to terminate sorry. this podcast. I, I like, I know that they have, I don't know, Michelangelo. <laughs> that, that's one of them, right? We'll take it. <laughs> that one. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> all good, all good, all good. It's just something I'm fun. I'm a SpongeBob girl. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So give me, give me, um, what's your favorite like SpongeBob meme or favorite SpongeBob quote or mm-hmm. moment? I like doing oh, imagination. So- uh huh. <laughs> um, God, is mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> That's probably, I was like the first one that just like rang in my head. <laughs> I'll take but it. that one um that's a classic yeah 
There's one where like SpongeBob is jumping through people's dreams and he sees Gary or Gary's dream and Gary is like in a library and he's like reading poetry. But for some reason I had memorized like the poem, but it was um, there once was a man from Peru who dreamt he was eating a shoe. Um, but that's a scene from SpongeBob. <laughs> it came back to me when you started saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite episodes of SpongeBob. <laughs> it's so good. It was mm-hmm. such a good show. I used to, I don't know what grade I was in, but I remember when like it first started coming out, I like my aftercare program, I would just draw different types of SpongeBob, like Krusty Krab, SpongeBob, Pioneer, Rock Pioneers, SpongeBob, yeah. and like all these like different characters, the basketball <laughs> SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. SpongeBob is great to draw. He's just such a, he's, it's a, such a satisfying shape to draw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Facts. Mm-hmm. Um, last question and uh, I end the podcast by asking this question to everyone Casey what are the little things in life for you what are the little things in life for me so the question is essentially like what what little things like bring me joy yeah okay um, I would have to say my cats um and vegan cake (laughs) is that was that is that a silly answer no (laughs) the little things like what (laughs) not at all not at all (laughs) i like that vegan i don't know if i've ever had vegan cake i'm sure it's delicious it's essentially the same same vibes you know (laughs) same vibes. well then okay yeah it's gonna be delicious cake is Mm -hmm. delicious Cats and cake. I need to make a a, a cat eating cake pin. <laughs> ooh, ooh, that's fun. <laughs> that might I be like that. that might be a new thing. <laughs> and then you can advertise it as one hundred percent vegan. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, well, Casey, uh, that's we're at the end of the podcast. Um, Sweet. We you, you made it. You made it through the gauntlet. Um, just want to say thank you for 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 being here. Thank you for your time. Thank you for just kind of being transparent and uh, and keeping it real. Um, I feel like I learned a little bit. Um, I felt like uh, I also grew like more of um, like a connection to like your brand and 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 you as a person. Just you know, it, just good vibes all around and you seem like you're, you're very like self-aware and, and you know, you're trying to manifest things. You're, you're, you're approaching everything, um, head on. And, and I think that's really cool, really admirable, especially again during this pandemic. So, uh, thank you for being here. Well, yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate you having me on. And like, this has been a really good opportunity for me to kind of get my personality out there and maybe, you know, find some new people who are interested in my stuff. So yeah, I really, really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, no problem. Happy to have you here. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to give you the floor, if you have any shout outs, any, any pin makers, friends or whatever, and, uh, just kind of let the people know where they can find, uh, your pin shop, your Instagram page and et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram name is plantspace.store. That's also the name of my website. So if you just Google or just type into the search bar, plantspace.store, you will find my Shopify website. Um, Etsy, just type in plantspace, you'll find me there. Um, I have 
two new products right now. One of them is my print, how my home is a feeling print. And I also have my sleepy cat pin that are super cute. So check them out on my website. And I will leave it off with a little quote for you. Um, but it's, it's my brand motto. It's actually a quote by Pablo, Pablo Picasso that goes, everything you can imagine is real. <laughs> Folks, let that resonate with you. Take that to bed with you. Think about that. I like that. And just like Thank that, <laughs> let's, just, let's just go ahead and sign off. We'll let All people right. feeling pretty good. Uh, Casey, thank you so much. Uh, we'll be in touch very soon. I hope you have a, a good rest of your day. Thank you so much. You too. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. <laughs>